We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Feeling like you're close to an orgasm? Well, isn't it insane that you can come in your sleep oh, yeah. and like nothing, you're not doing anything? It shows how powerful the my brain is. The power of your brain. It's pretty amazing. <laughs> Brain blast. Brain, brain blast. <laughs> That's what was happening on Jimmy Neutron. Every brain, brain blast was a hands-free orgasm. We're on to you, Jimmy. <laughs> That's so funny. Oh my god. Welcome to the Holy Hour. I'm Amelia Sampson. And I'm Liz Ball. I don't know why I just mirrored you doing <laughs> this. We both put our hands under our chins. We're really excited to be recording today because it's been a little while. It's been a couple of weeks and we just yeah. kind of decided today that we were going to record today. Yeah. So it's just on a whim. Recording on we're the both fly. feeling it. Yeah. We are. I was excited. I'd... I was like, I got a little bit of my buzz back. Oh good. I just drank two glasses of sake at the park so I'm like... <laughs> really feeling like I'm at my my like buzz of life you know right same (laughs) (laughs) but right before I hit record or right before we did our intro we were about to talk about the matrix because I I just watched the matrix for the first time and I did too and I didn't I was unaware that so many movies have ripped off the matrix inception that's the fucking Matrix. Mm, there's so many. Wanted. That is also the fucking 1999 Matrix. 1999 that they did that. It's insane. 1999. Yeah. They were, with, like, very minimal technology, were able mm-hmm. to fucking pull that shit off with, like, the dodging of the bullets and, like, the that scene when they're, it's, like, they're, like, do- dodging the, you know what I, you know yeah, that scene? Yeah. You just watch it. You know what I'm talking about. They have no idea what I'm talking about. <laughs> I mean, if you've seen the Matrix, maybe you know. Yeah. Where there's, like, multiples of the guy dodging the bullet. Like, how? How? But my thing that I have to say about the Matrix, which I feel like is is relevant to the podcast kind of there are underlying themes is that um what was her name oh, trinity mm-hmm. completely unnecessary storyline with the romance yeah can i could i've been thinking a lot about this because it's like she was the most badass sexy character in that movie and then she just like had to fall in love with keanu reeves okay 
if this is a spoiler, I'm, that's on you. It's been out since 99. <laughs> you deserved to have this spoiled. We just watched it for the first time, and now I'm on my high horse. I don't think I would have cared. Probably I not. already knew about the... I already, I knew the general premise of The Matrix before I watched it. I thought that I knew the general premise, but then, like, then like being in those pods and, like, being born out of the pod. Yeah, I didn't ugh, know about that. I was that. like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. But it was amazing, but I'm like, I was surprised. Um, but yeah, the storyline with Trinity falling in love with neo mm-hmm. totally unnecessary there is nothing in the film that that romance was necessary for yeah so when you were talking to my boyfriend about mm-hmm. the matrix before i had watched it which was so ironic because literally earlier in the day he was like let's watch the matrix later oh that's so funny did you <laughs> yeah. watch it with him yes okay yeah okay. i watched it with him but um he was like so what did you think about like that plot line after her um Amelia and I were talking about it and I was like I mean I think I was looking for it because I you know had heard her opinion about it so um I was like I I totally agree though like it kind of seemed unnecessary Mm -hmm. it seemed like they squeezed it in yeah they did and it's like, uh, what is this contributing? I saw no chemistry between them the whole movie. And then no. at the end, she's like, I'm in love with you. I'm like, where? You spent like 10 minutes together and it was like in a different reality. Yeah, it definitely, what? it wasn't even like, I, yeah, there wasn't any chemistry because he was like oblivious Yeah. to her existence. Yes. He was busy trying to learn like Kung Fu the whole time. Yeah. What was he's, it? Was, he's, it, was, he's, it, was he's, it Kung Fu? <laughs> I think so. I don't He learned a bunch of martial arts, but I think the one he arts. talks about is Kung, Kung Fu. Fu. But I, I don't know. I was just like, the, they don't have to, like, be in love. Yeah, there wasn't any sexual tension. None. I feel like in a movie like that, if you're going to force a love story among the plot, then it also needs to be, like, the sexual tension needs to be palpable. Yeah. There's it none. needs to be like Mr. and Mrs. Smith palpable. There are so many. There are so many plot holes. Like I kept. I was watching it with my dad, and he was so excited for me to watch The Matrix. When I told him I had never seen it, he was like, "What? Oh my god!" And then we talked about it for like two months. He's like, "We should watch The Matrix tonight." I'm like, nah, "I'm busy." <laughs> we finally watched it, and the whole time I was like, "Wait, but what about? How did he? Like, how are they able to get back to the reality without going into the? Yeah, I had so many questions. Yeah, and he was. My dad's just like, "Just stop. Just stop." just accept it for what it is but there are so many plot holes i like couldn't i just it was hard to get invested in it when i had so many questions well and then i was like how come that one spy if this or not spy um like government men agents yeah how come the agents are all made by the same software how are they not aware of what the other agents are doing yeah it doesn't make, it doesn't any, make sense. any sense. It doesn't make any sense. But I had a question in the beginning, though. Do you know how it was like, follow the white rabbit? Uh huh. And that bitch with the tattoo? Yeah. Was she a part of it? How did they know that she was going to be there at his door? Were they controlling the reality? Did they get her to go to the party so that Nia would go to the party? Did they already yeah. know that that was going to happen? There was like, from that moment on, I'm like, I need a I need a book or something to follow along with. I have so many questions. That's such a good point. I don't. There's just I like, have forgotten about that. I have so many questions, but I love love Keanu Reeves. Apparently, he's like the nicest celebrity ever. He's like, I bet it's between him and Steve Carell. <laughs> yeah, Tom Hanks. Yeah, that's my guy. Um, but something interesting that my boyfriend and Amelia were talking about um, when they were talking about the Matrix 
then some of you might not know about this. It's called the Bechtel test. Mm -hmm. If two female characters in a movie interact with each other and don't talk about any of the male characters in the movie. Mm -hmm. Like, (laughs) and I think in some circumstances, um, it's like if both of the female characters have to be named or their names need to be said. It's a measure of the representation of women in fiction. It asks whether a work features at least two women who talk to each other about something other than a man. So yeah, it's okay. So then the requirement that the two women must be named is sometimes added. That's exactly, okay. So then, so the score is based on how often they're not talking about men rather than the other way around. Mm. Okay. Got it. Yeah. It's a, uh, if you really start paying attention to it, when I first heard about the Bechdel test, I really, really paid close attention to it. And it's like, that's what I loved about <laughs> about Frozen because like there was really n- there's no need for a like a romance in that film and they didn't wedge it in like they do in Disney movies you know yeah like, all the early Disney movies there was always like the, the prince was at the <laughs> like ending up with the prince was always at the center of like all of these yeah. like, heroic stories about these smash females. the patriarchy yeah like Little Mermaid like this bitch like she fucking that was a boss character. You know? Yeah, she's like, um, I'm gonna go do what I want to do. I want to be a human. I'm gonna get legs, and then she, like, if you're not gonna support me, Dad, then I'm gonna go find my own way to accomplish this. Mm -hmm. And then she meets this guy, Mm -hmm. and she can't even say any words to him. (laughs) No wonder he fell in love with her. (laughs) He's like a beautiful woman who doesn't speak. (laughs) My prayers have been answered. Oh my god. Uh, anyway. Um, <laughs> so go on about the Bechdel test. You've seen the the Twitter account Men Write Women, right? I, yeah, I was just talking about it last night. Oh my god. This, this, guys, you need to follow this Twitter account. It's, it's, it's literally at Men Write Women. And it's just like the most shocking shit that men write about women's bodies that are also like so wrong. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, let me find a good one. There was Nicholas Sparks, one of the most successful writers of our time, mm-hmm. wrote the last song, the film, with Miley Cyrus before he wrote the book. And then he wrote the book based on the movie. Fun fact. But if you read how he describes the character that Miley Cyrus played in the book, it's it's disgusting. Ew. It's like, she walked up with her tight little body. Like, shit like that. Yeah. Ew. I'm just like, Nicholas Sparks, like, can we think <laughs> what about... What are you doing, my guy? Can we think about if Miley reads... If I was reading that and I was like, oh my god, <laughs> tight little... Bleh. It's just like how... I don't know. The adjectives that men use, straight men use to describe women is... Wait, I'm going to read this yeah. one. Okay, so the tweet... Did that really happen, said Maggie White? She was a dull person, but a sensational <laughs> invitation to make babies. Oh my god! Men looked at her and wanted to fill her up with babies right away. <laughs> she hadn't had even one baby yet. She used birth control. <laughs> Talk about female empowerment, ladies. She used birth control. She said babies like six times. Six times I would like to launch myself into the sun. Oh my god. <laughs> I wonder I wonder if men have ever looked at me and thought <laughs> 
gift. <laughs> Amelia hadn't even had one baby yet. But men just wanted to fill her with babies. She had not even one. She doesn't even have one. I hate it so much. Ugh. Ugh. Who men? Who, I just. <laughs> I was thinking so much earlier this week about how, like, women, once they, like, become mothers, like, they're treated like they're no longer allowed to be hot. Yeah. I'm like, why? Yeah. Yeah, like MILF. Like, no, she's just a hot woman. She's not defined by the yeah, she's fact not. that she's had a baby. Yeah. It's a big know. part of her. It's just so she's fucking obnoxious. It. It's super, super it's Like, sh- slut-shaming women with children. Mm-hmm. It doesn't make any sense. It really, truly doesn't. I'm like, you know this is the purpose of, like, sexualizing someone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Sex has a purpose. Yeah. And it's reproduction. Yeah. <laughs> right. But fun fact, there is actually no scientific reason women orgasm. Like, God men us have a to. Yeah. Yeah, we don't have to. He has hiccups. Oh, God, that's so cute. <laughs> oh, my God, it's so cute. The first time you heard it, you are like, what is that? I know, I was like, is he okay? <laughs> my cat has hiccups. Anyways. Oh, my God, I really hope the microphone picked it up. I think it, it did. It did, yeah. I can hear it. Um, oh, Hold your breath, Grandpa. What are some things that, like, men do or say that is, like, a red flag to you? Um, men that call all of their ex-girlfriends crazy. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you are the common denominator there, my guy. There's yeah. no way that they are all crazy. Um, that's a huge one. Um, men that can't have a conversation that challenges them in any way, that's a huge red flag. Do you um, have an example? Like, if, like, if I... Ch- I can't really think of an example. Like, if I challenge any of their views, not even just, like, a, well, you know, for, like, but if I question anything that they say mm-hmm. in, a, in a way that shows them that I disagree with what they're saying, if they can't just, like, be like, let's talk it out, you know, but they're like, what? Like, they just go straight into, like, an argument mode. Huge red flag. Have you ever had the experience where, like, if you challenge something that they're thinking or, like, that they think or believe and then they, like, backpedal super hard and they're like I don't want you to think I'm a shitty person like I and then they keep circling back to like try Mm -hmm. and like mitigate and you're like no like you have your opinion but also like I have my opinion yeah there's something you chill the fuck out yeah no I hear what you're saying I there's something about when men do that when they're so concerned like like I just want to make sure you don't there's it's kind of endearing because it's like they don't want me to they don't want to think that I have an idea of them that isn't true and I think I can usually sniff that out if it's like genuine or if it's just like they're trying to cover up that they're a shitty person (laughs) there's definitely I think that I can tell the difference frozen pizza would do that whole bunch and it really annoyed me he he was I don't want to say anything mean about him (laughs) he he had he has some stuff to work through in therapy you know Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, <laughs> which there's no shame in that. I have no a million and one things to work through in therapy. Yep. Um, the journey never stops. It does. It really doesn't. Um, I mean, I have so many. It's it's very men that can't men that love talking about themselves and then glaze over the second I start talking about myself. Enormous red flag. I'm like, bitch. I have important shit to say. Or at least I want you to pretend that I do. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Like. <laughs> so, 
Okay, I always see this on Twitter where, like, someone will be like, these are, like, some red flags for me. And I, some, one of my friends always sends me this when she sees it. Um, and it, I, it's, uh, if his favorite book is Lolita. And do you know the premise of Lolita? <laughs> no, but that's just such a specific thing. Okay, so the premise, I mean, it's a very famous book. And oh, the, the premise, how much I read. <laughs> the premise of Lolita is, um... This grown man is in love with a child. Oh, my God. It basically is defending pedophilia and um, logicizing pedophilia. So (laughs) the reason my friend always sends me that is because my one of my ex-boyfriend's favorite book was Lolita. So... (laughs) (laughs) what did he say why like what about lolita (laughs) no so i'm an idiot i was like 23 i never looked into it he was older than me too um so (laughs) the more i thought about it like after we broke up and after i saw that i was like holy shit i I need to come up with a nickname for this guy which one is it the stalker um i could call him the stalker I'm gonna call him the Scorpio because he's the only Scorpio I've had the misfortune of dating. <laughs> um, so the Scorpio, <laughs> of course, the Scorpio like loves the book Lolita, Ugh. and I wonder if he just like thought it made his like aesthetic cool or something. Probably he probably didn't even read Lolita. <laughs> I think he did, but I also like wonder how capable he is of consuming information. Mm-hmm. Anyways, um, his favorite book was Lolita, and I like didn't really like look into it at all when we were dating and I after we broke up and my friend sent me that tweet I was like holy shit Scorpio's favorite book was Lolita so I looked up the premise of Lolita and I was like what the fuck and then all of this weird shit started like coming together in my head about him so I haven't told you about him right no not really no so um we were introduced by a mutual friend and um we, like, started dating, and I'll just touch on, like, the really weird shit that happened. Um, one day, he had left his phone at my apartment, and, like, I had the day off, and he had to go to work. So, I went through his phone, of course. <laughs> obviously. I'm, like, 23, 24, like, insecure, whatever. And at that point, it was pretty normalized, yeah. Um, so, I, like, went through his phone. He didn't have a password, and he was begging me to go through his phone. <laughs> um, and I hadn't gone through his phone before. So that was like my first time going through his phone. What was your heart like? Um, I used to go through my ex's phone. I was a little like. nervous, but I knew he wasn't like going to show up at my house because I knew he was working. But just the idea of finding something yeah, you don't want to find. Exactly. Going. Part of me, like, I think wanted to find something I didn't want to see. Mm-hmm. That's the only reason you look. You will always find what you're looking for when you look. That's my yep. theory. Yeah. Um, so I. <laughs> went through all the shit and one of the annoying things was like his ex-girlfriend that he had been broken up with for like several years at that point years yeah damn she got married mm. to a guy with kids and he like told one of his friends like oh she got married this weekend his friend was like i'm sorry how are you feeling about it and he's like i just know like she's not actually happy and blah 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 i'm like why can't you accept that this woman has moved on (laughs) like she doesn't want you in her life and huge i can guarantee you she is happy (laughs) 
Like, she she wouldn't marry this man just because she thought it was her only option. Like, mm-hmm. anyways. Um, and then another thing. So, I, like, pulled up his browser. And I went through his browser history. And some of it was, like, extra small girl porn. And, you know, I'm like, whatever. Like, I expect to find porn on anyone's browser. But, like, paired with the Lolita? <laughs> yeah. So, this was before I knew the Lolita thing. <sighs> And then it gets even worse. Oh, no. So I go to Facebook on his browser, and I see that he added my parents, like, 17-year-old neighbor, like, that he met at a barbecue. And I was like, why the fuck did he add her? Because I'm not even friends with her on Facebook. That's weird. What And then I was like, yeah. So then I was like, I... So it just bothered me. So then I was like, I'm going to continue this creeping where it's easier on my laptop. My my time's running out, you know? Yeah. (laughs) And so I pull it up on my laptop and then I like go to his like recently added friends and she's not there. And I like search her and she's not in his friends. So I was like, what the fuck? And I pulled it up the browser. I pulled it up on the browser again on his phone and went to the profile and it was a completely different picture and different name he had a catfish profile <gasps> mm-hmm, where he just added girls he thought were what attractive the fuck? yeah i i get so ashamed talking about this because so i called my best friend anna and i was like anna i don't know what the fuck to do and i like I'm like, he's going to come over, like, he, like he's almost off of work, and he's going to come over to get his phone, and, like, I, I just don't know what to do, and then she was like, um, and then he knocked on the door while I was on the phone with her, and oh I was god. like, fuck, he's here, I have to go, and she's like, oh my god, okay, like, tell him, like, you have to leave, like, she was worried about my safety, <laughs> so then I, like, she calls back later, and she's like, oh my god what happened like did you confront him and I was like I mean I had to and then she's like what like what what are you doing and I was like oh we're at the grocery store (laughs) like he shows up at my house and then I like you know get off the phone with Anna and I'm like he looks ashamed immediately and I was like I just gotta say this like why do you have a fake Facebook profile and like You added, like, my parents' underage neighbor? That's fucking creepy. Like, what are you doing? And then you just, like, burst into tears. And I, like, did not have the mental (laughs) or emotional, like, stability to be able to handle that. Like, I was just so caught off guard. And, like, I don't know. I don't see a lot of men cry. And when they do, I don't know what to do. Mm -hmm. I'm just like, oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. I, exactly. I, like, broke. <laughs> I was just like, if you want me to lay down all my weapons, just start crying. <laughs> like, yeah. So, like, yeah, he started crying, and oh. I just was like, it's okay. Like, he's like, I'm just curious. I was just curious. Like, it, I, I wasn't, like, up to anything, blah, blah, blah. I was like, I just don't understand why you have this profile. Like... <laughs> What are you doing? Did you go through his other friends? Was he adding, like, a bunch of underage girls? Um, I didn't go that deep into okay. it. I just thought, like, it was really bizarre. And I was like, yeah, I went through your history and you, like, looked at all her shit. Like, what the hell is going on? This is weird. So all of these things are, like, logging back in my head of, like, um, 
adding the underage neighbor, the extra small porn, and, like, I look like a child. (laughs) The girl, our mutual friend, who he ended up marrying, whenever whenever we were out together, people would be like, are you guys related? Wow. (laughs) And she definitely also has a baby face, looks very young. And I just, yeah. So... I don't even know what to say. I know. And, like, his, like, craziness, like, doesn't really stop there. Like, our... I will say, like, our relationship could have ended normally. Like, by the time we broke up, like, we knew that we didn't want um, to... We didn't want a long-term relationship with each other. What? Our relationship was ended volatilely. Like... The way, by the time our relationship was over, like, we weren't having sex. We were just friends. Like, we were just hanging out, yeah. like, buddies. And that was totally fine with me. Like, I enjoyed his company, and I will say it's the first relationship I was in where I felt like I could be myself. Mm-hmm. And just, like, I was comfortable, like, if I had to fart, I could just tell him. Yeah. <laughs> so, I don't know. Like, little things like that I do appreciate, but in the, the scheme of things, like, I don't know. Something about him is super creepy. And... Yeah, yeah. It's not even that. I haven't even gotten to, like, the weird shit. Like, I mean, that was pretty fucking weird. How long weird. you guys together? Um, like, nine months. Okay. Not a super long time, but it's yeah. long when you're 24 and depressed. Right. Right. Um, but he, so when we broke up, he, like, immediately started dating our mutual friend. And, like, the one the, that introduced you to. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't think I would have cared if, like, he had, if they both had been, like, considerate of my feelings but instead he just like I can't remember the specifics of how he told me because it was so long ago but he just like bulldozed the conversation and was like um yeah I'm like dating her now and I was just like it hadn't even been a week and I was like yeah I'm talking to another guy but I'm not gonna like it's not someone you know and I'm not shoving it in your face to deal with it like and I was just like you both fucking suck like you deserve to be together and then he, like, blew up on me, and he was like, I don't understand why you can't be happy for me. And I was like, I can't believe you're asking me to be anything for you. He was just trying to feel less bad about it. Yeah, a lot of his behavior is so rooted in shame, um, which obviously I can see that now. Yeah. <laughs> but, and then after we broke up, like, my, I'm pretty confident he had been logging into my Snapchat. Yeah. Because he knew the password to my laptop, and it was the password to all my apps. So he logged into my Snapchat, and um, I'm pretty sure he also tried to log into my mom's Instagram. What the fuck? Yeah, because I made my shit private, and I, like, blocked him on everything. Mm-hmm. Because she got, like, a notification, and it had, like, um, the geolocation, or, like, this area, and, like, mm-hmm. this kind of phone tried to log into your Instagram account. So I was like, give me that. And I looked it up and then like I got a notification from Snapchat that was like, um, we found like this account or like this device has been logging into your account. And it was like the same what IP. The fuck? <laughs> so I'm pretty confident it was him. And um and then my parent like he had a key to my apartment. My parents were really freaked out and changed uh all the locks in my apartment. Get that smart. This guy seems disturbed. And he's married to that girl now, yeah? Yeah. 
the thing that was so fucking annoying about them is like a bunch of people stopped being friends with them and then they were like the victims about it oh of course they were but that's his whole mo yeah and honestly her too like she cannot keep a single friend red flag yeah that's a a friend red flag yeah is girls who can't keep a single friend Mm -hmm. and then they like um like you know for a while i would like hate stalk her twitter because i was just like fuck both of you so much and you know what we all hate stock sometimes all the time <laughs> i'm like way past that now but um i'm not <laughs> back when the wound was fresh <laughs> oh you knew them specifically oh oh yeah 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 um honestly i don't really hate stock anymore either it's Good just like you. if i think of someone i'm like i wonder what they're up to and then you're like yep they're still tacky they still yeah <laughs> <laughs> no but i was like looking at her twitter and like they both just like glommed onto this narrative that they're like um, they're lone wolves and they're independent and I was just like no a lone wolf is not an alpha like a lone wolf dies mm-hmm. because it was left <laughs> alone uh-huh. it can't survive in a pack uh-uh. it's kicked out of the pack mm-hmm. and they just treated it as like this alpha lone wolf type of persona oh my god and he was the kind of person who like completely romanticized being a, a writer oh he's like I really want to be a writer. And then you would do absolutely nothing to accomplish that. The, the brooding writer. Probably had six yeah. French presses, too. Do you have French presses? Um, I only had been to his apartment, like, twice. This guy that you dated for nine months? Yeah, he lived with his best girlfriend and her crazy mom. <laughs> I sound like I'm making this guy up this sounds like a, a character in a, in a movie <laughs> the mom lived on the couch <laughs> and then he shared the room with his roommate and then um i mean he spent most of the time at my apartment Liz, i know why? because i was 24 and just desperately wanted a boyfriend i understand that oh and my God. this seriously seems like this seems like a character yeah, he honestly is, like, a character of a person, and I feel like he does it intentionally. You know what's shocking to me is somebody that has all of these, qu- I don't even want to call them quirks, that feels, like, too playful of a way to, <laughs> somebody that has these things, <laughs> like, looking up porn with, like, very small women, and, like, adding underage girls on, like, a catfish account, would admit that his favorite book is Lolita. Yeah. What are you doing? I want... Oh, God. Mm. I've been thinking so much about, just with everything that's been going around social media with, like, pedophilia. Yeah. I don't even want to talk about it because it's, so, it's so disturbing, but, like, it's just, like, hearing you talk about him is just, like... Oh. Uh, just red flag city. Holy fuck! And then when we broke up, like, and then he, you know, dropped this bomb that he's, like, dating our mutual friend, um... I like blew up on him and I was just like fuck both of you whatever mm-hmm. and I was like I went to Thailand um and like when I got back he had emailed me and like l- so when you block someone's phone number um it goes to your deleted voicemail messages and then there's a subsection of like blocked numbers oh. so i had the notification at a voicemail and i was like what the fuck so i like had to click through to find it i didn't know i did that yeah and it was a voicemail from him and it was like i know you're gonna say i shouldn't say this but i hope that you're safe and you have a great time and i was like 
sir. I have made it abundantly clear I do not want to talk to you or hear from you. And I I fucking hate you. But this like, is just, that is so on brand with his like self-serving I'm the victim yeah I need to I need to talk to you to feel better I'm like just leave me the fuck alone Mm -hmm. and then um like a year ago so right when I moved to Seattle like a few months later he like found my email I changed my email address Amelia I got a new email address so he could not contact me he found my new email address how How um he would have had to go to my LinkedIn profile and download my resume and find my new email address on my resume. That is actually scary. Scary. Yeah, like I don't want to talk. Any and then he emailed me and was like, um, "I'm so happy to see you like doing so well and blah blah blah." I'm like, "Oh my god!" Completely Can- launch yourself into the sign. Take a fucking hint. Like, clearly you're doing everything you can to not hear from this guy. Like, save yourself, like, a it's, little bit of It's face. so obviously, like, self-serving. Oh, yeah. No, You absolutely. sincerely don't care if I'm doing well or not. Mm-hmm. And, like, I don't care if he's doing well or not. No. Like, but I also don't need to talk to him to feel better about how I handled a situation. Like, you're allowed to grow and change, but I don't want to fucking hear from You're you. You're not responsible for helping no. him with that growth and change. Ugh, it's so, and that, oh, my God. And then, like, that repeated pattern just further proves, like, he hasn't changed. <laughs> you still don't respect my boundaries. And then, um, fuck, what was the other thing? Oh, like, a year ago, he had some other, in- he made another Instagram account and, like, was looking at my stories. And he didn't even try to hide it was him. <laughs> I was just like... I like I came to a like you know a dilemma where I'm like okay do I remove my social media presence just for this one fucking idiot no no like I'm not I'm not going to acknowledge this beyond just like blocking you from looking at my story like just just keep blocking him every time he makes a new account leave me alone (laughs) that is very very scary I never felt afraid. But hearing about it is scary. Yeah. Because, like, that is very... Uh, if, if a friend was telling me this, I was like, I would be like, oh, my God, he's going to find where you live. Yeah, that's, that's exactly... Because people are capable of some really <laughs> fucked up shit. Yeah. Especially when it's... There's, like, the competition of, like, wanting to not only, like, redeem yourself, but, like, earn somebody there's very there's like kind of like a neanderthalic yeah like what would you aspect what do it. you want from me yeah like i wonder what it would be like if you gave into it i know that you that you would have never have and i'm glad that you didn't but like say <laughs> you did i wonder what his what he would have done well i think whatever however i react so if i react negatively then he can affirm to himself oh i'm the better person and she hasn't changed mm-hmm but then if, like, I don't react, like, mm-hmm. then nothing needs to be done. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, he hasn't tried to be up in my business in a while. Good. Oh, my God. Watch. He's going to come out. Of the- Do you think he's been listening? Honestly, I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> I sincerely don't care. I guess you'll oh find out, God. though, because he's going to listen to this. Yeah. He has been. He'll fucking email us at the holy hour. Hey. He is making, Gatsby's making way too much noise. Why are you being aggressive? Hmm? Um, I was just thinking about, like, if I've dated anybody that have, because, like, all of my red flags are very, like, anecdotal. 
you know? <laughs> yeah. But I don't know if I've ever, like, I mean, most of my red flags would be anecdotal, but that was... Yeah, such a glaring experience. Well, and then, like, you know, even me saying, like, I felt like an idiot for, like, you know, overlooking these red flags. But when you're in and it's so much harder. It's impossible to see. Because your feelings are invested and, like, you, there's... It's, it is so easy to see it clearly from the outside. Well, and you want this person to, like, be different. Like, well, mm-hmm. I was reading something recently on, um, I think it's like, the holistic psychologist, maybe. That's, I think that's her Instagram that. name. But, um, like, repeated patterns in romantic relationships. Like, um, you know, usually they're, like, childhood attachment issues are repeated patterns in your romantic relationships Mm -hmm. and one of them was like we attract this person that triggers the these attachment issues because we want them to change for us Mm -hmm. because we all want to believe that we're special Mm -hmm. and I think that's definitely what I had been like glomming on to in both of my relationship with Scorpio and very obviously shoe man like yeah they both reflected so much of this, like, um, emotional unavailability that I was just like, I want someone like this to change for me. That's always you hear You want to be the chosen so one. So often, though, like, well, I can but change But it's so, him. it's so subconscious. <laughs> yeah. Like, it was like I liked these qualities about them, but yeah. the thing that, like, I didn't notice on the surface was just that they weren't emotionally available they aren't changeable people have to want to change absolutely which like it really is such it is that is such a common phenomenon of like well like i like i believe he can change all of us have given in to that like Mm -hmm. we all want to believe that we can change somebody but like because we all we are all our own main character oh yeah (laughs) so it's like of course like the main character in every movie can like you know like i don't know (laughs) 10 things I hate about you just popped in my head with, like, the weird quiet girl being the one to, like, change, like, the hot, like, prom king. And it's, like... Oh, yeah. We all have that idea in our head of, like, well, we can... And it's, like, it's such a a romantic way to see see things. But, like, I don't know. At least... I actually don't think any any age anyone can be changed by anyone without wanting to change for themselves. You know what I mean? I was about to say, like, no man in their 20s, but, like... I can't think of, like, a single, like, adult adult that would, like, change. Sometimes I feel like after a certain age, you're just, like, frozen being shitty. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, if you suck before age 30. Fossilize yeah, in your Yeah, shittiness. you're going to fossilize in your shittiness <laughs> if you haven't changed by age 30. <laughs> And that's on science, folks. Yeah, there, there's, <laughs> there's data to back that up. <laughs> so, camo print, like huge red flag for me that I wish that I would have paid attention to was sex from foreplay to him finishing was five minutes. Oh, no. All three times. And he wasn't... You did it again after the first time? I did it... So we did it the first time, and then we did it a second time, because I was like, it'll be different, and it was not. And then we had sex a second time that night, because I was like, maybe since he already came... (laughs) It's your turn to have a good time. Right, or it'll take longer, so I can at least, like try to make myself come yeah no the second time was three minutes for play to finish what yeah and like the, I, it's not even the issue of him like some men just like come fast that's like but like pay attention to me after and like he did not ever all three times that's so 
Uh-huh. I hate that. Yeah, and that same guy made me feel very, very bad for ending it when we had been seeing each other for, like, three weeks. Like, so, and, like, did he, like, gaslit me? How I was, he was, like, well, I don't even want to be your boyfriend. Because I said to him, I'm, like, you're just kind of ahead of where I am emotionally, and I don't think I'm ever going to meet you there. And he was, like, what? Like, have I ever asked you to be my girlfriend? No. He was, like, doing all that gaslighty shit. And I'm, like, you are exposing yourself. And so, like, I just, like, <laughs> wish, I wish that I had paid attention to these. And the sex thing was just, it was just an example of all of these other red flags that I was just, like, maybe it's just, like, and it was the first person I had dated out of my relationship. So, uh, so that's rough. Yeah. So I was just, like, is this just how dating is going to be? So I just, like, ignored it. Because I was, like, maybe I'm just used to, like, having somebody take such good care of me consistently that, like, I just ignored all these red flags. But don't, because, like, no red flags are guardian angels. Not just gut feelings. Yep. <laughs> red flags are guardian angels. <laughs> red flags are guardian angels bopping you in the face. They're like, we warned you. Can't say we didn't warn Open you. your eyes. <laughs> it's like, uh, what's that fucking movie with Sandra Bullock? And they can't look. They can't see. at. Oh, Bird Box. Yeah, it's like Bird Box. <laughs> It just they're like look oh look at it yeah oh my god that's so funny oh my god look at these red flags <laughs> oh my god uh, no but seriously like I could go on and on about red flags. Him gaslighting you like that reminds me so much of, like, how frozen pizza handled oh, things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Of just, like, okay, I get it. Like, you feel bad. I'm sorry that you don't like what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. But. I can't be responsible for how you, you feel. You can't flip it on me and try and make me feel bad, that, as bad as you feel. That's the thing. The only thing that we have in, we, that we have completely in our control is how we react to things. And I think that way too many people try to, like, change people's, like, how people feel about things through, like, carefully constructed words and, like, like oh, well, that's not at all. You just misunderstood. And it's, like, it makes you think, like, did I misunderstand? But then you look back on it, it's like, no, these, this person was giving me all of these reasons to feel the way that I'm feeling, and now they're trying to walk it back. Yeah. Because I'm calling them out on their shit. It's so fucked up. It's so fucked up. The manipulation, it's it's impressive. Like, how, how people, how good some people are at manipulating, I think, is impressive. And like, some, it is, it's, the thing that's weird is it's not even conscious. No, it's just. They're not consciously like, I'm going to manipulate Amelia into dating me. Yeah. It's like, it's all coming from this place of defending themselves from feeling anything bad. Mm Mm-hmm. So this guy's probably marching around like, you know, he's the one who got away. Mm -hmm. (laughs) When in reality, like. not the truth, my friend. So many things about him, like set off alarms for you oh my God, i was kind of scared of him for, I, for a lot of the time when you so i'm sure me talking about scorpio like how you talk about camo print yeah <laughs> like freaks me out yeah and it's not even nearly as fucking weird as like the things that's i experienced with scorpio i i have like when i was listening to liz of like the guys that i would want to talk about i i brought up camo print and both mine and her reaction were both like 
Maybe not. Cause, like, yeah, I edited scary. out because I was worried yeah, that he, he would hurt Amelia. I never gave him my address. Like, I didn't want him. I, I accidentally dropped a pin at my house once when I was trying to temporarily share my location with him when I was going to meet him. And this was before any of the red flags came up. And I, like, dropped a pin and I was like, oh, fuck. Like, my first reaction was like, oh, no. I'm like, wait, why am I feeling like that? Like, why am yeah. I scared that he Did might he know worry? where I live? Yeah, I don't. I don't know. So uh, I think that Amelia is a witch. <laughs> so I think she's mom. clairvoyant. Yeah, my mom has always said that I'm a witch. I, I well, really, you just have such strong gut instincts. I really do. I hate it because I I accept all of my gut instincts as facts. Oh, you now. know what? Show me your palms. I saw some TikTok oh, yeah, sorry, witch. I'm a little like. That one yeah, has eczema. So <laughs> so this little like loop is like. Do you have it? it um, I only have it on one. Oh, the right here. Yeah, it's called like a phoenix eye. I have both. Yeah, that's like a witch thing. You're, yeah. What? It, it, she was like, you might have psychic abilities. Yeah. What the fuck? I have it on both thumbs. Yeah. Sis, you're a witch. <laughs> you're a witch, Amelia. Yeah, witch. Oh my god. You're a wizard, Harry. <laughs> I had a dream when I was 12 years old. This was my first experience. So, 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 it's just a really stupid example, but it was my first example of like feeling like a witch. Um, I had a dream that somebody threw up in, in my science class. It was like, that was the dream. Somebody just like threw up in my science class. The next day, <laughs> threw up in somebody science. threw up in my science class. And I was like, yo, yo, like what a random thing, what a random specific thing to dream about the night before it happens. And after I, after that, I was like, am I? Like, I might be. And, like, all of this shit now comes up where I, like, know that things are happening. I'm, I am impossible to surprise. Like, nobody has ever successfully surprised me because I, like, pick up on changes in the air. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, this is it, – it's such an interesting thing. I want to, like, go to, like, a clairvoyant or somebody just to, like, see what's up. Because, like, I don't know. I think it would be kind of cool to know. You can hang out with Teresa know. Caputo. That's my bitch. <laughs> I love the Long Island medium. We need to sage your house. I've staged my house multiple times. Okay. But there's still some freaky shit going on. Did I tell you about the, the bird, the sound of the bird that was stuck in the corner of my kitchen when I was home alone? I was <laughs> no. I was laying on the couch and I had just turned off the TV and I was just kind of like scrolling through my phone. And in the corner of the kitchen, it sounded like there was a bird stuck in the corner flapping around. And I stood up really fast because like, how the fuck am I going to get this fucking bird? How, how did this bird get in my kitchen? It was like one in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> to, to how am I going to get it out? No bird. But it was like very loud. You know that that sound of a bird yeah. flapping really fast? Clear as day. So I just feel like there's there's no bird, obviously. There's just a ghost of a bird. Right, but like what is it about a bird? That, that feels ghost a little bird. demonic. I don't know. Well, don't fuck with a Ouija board. That's what opened. Oh, it opened the portal in my house in Bellingham. Oh yeah, you mentioned that. But I want to say that for a Halloween episode. <laughs> oh god, I'm gonna have nightmares. I'm afraid of everything, you guys. Like, <laughs> I hate watching scary movies. You do? <laughs> My boyfriend. <laughs> he was like, "It's gonna be hard for you to date me during October." I was like, "Why? <laughs> what happens in October? <laughs> what did I do?" <laughs> October is my birth month. We'll be celebrating it all month. <laughs> you better be on board for that. No, but he was like, because I love watching horror movies in October. And I was like, You might oh, start liking God. them. No. I hated horror movies Mm-mm. for a while. Mm-mm. What is it Maybe about they them? were like Alfred Hitchcock ones, but I just, like, if it's anything like 
related to like ghosts or demons I cannot I I just can't watch them like I won't be able to sleep I have too much of an active imagination wow I will have nightmares like did I ever tell you about like when so there's one night where shoe man like we didn't get into an argument it was just kind of like um we like had a misunderstanding and it sucked and I was just like "Eh, whatever I'm gonna go to bed and then um he came he came into my apartment in the middle of the night like he was on his way home and then he like stopped by my apartment to like surprise me so I had like just gone to bed I'd taken a shower I'd gone to bed and then um my cats were acting weird and like bolted off my bed and I was like whatever they're cats and I roll over and there is a shadowy figure next to my bed because there was a window right behind him why so the lights coming in all I see he's wearing all black too and he's a shadowy figure and I was like in my head I was like oh my god it's happening (laughs) then I like I was like oh my god oh my god and then like I I have like a few bats in my apartment that my dad always puts around my apartment. So I'd like a, the side he was on was where the bat was, and I was like, how the fuck am I gonna get to the bat? That's the side he's on. And then he's like, it's just me, it's just me. And then I turn the lights on and I like burst into tears. I was I would have cried so hard. I'm freaking out just hearing this. That's my biggest. I fear. was bawling and I had nightmares about it for a few years. I believe it. Yeah. Why the fuck would he do that? Of course that would scare he you. He thought it would be sweet to be like, I'm sorry we had this misunderstanding. Show me I love shadowy you. Figure. Like, what a fucking disturbed. Just, <laughs> just give me flowers, dude. Right, leave them at my door. Don't show up in my apartment. Oh my god, that gives me anxiety to think about. I <sighs> was hor- like horrified. I was completely traumatized. I'm having, like, an anxiety response to that story. That's, like, my biggest fear. Yeah, rolling over, and then there's a shadowy figure in all black next to your bed. Yeah. Well, and then it was, like, very obviously a person. So I had no passing thought, like, oh, maybe this is a ghost or a demon. <laughs> it's just like, oh, my God, someone is like, going to rape and murder me. I, I, oh, my God. I Especially, and this happened after, like, um, we changed my locks from Scorpio so it just got changed my locks again right yeah <laughs> my mom got me a taser that's right here what is it pink it's pink so i have a taser yes. i have those key a keychain alarm and then some pepper spray is on its way we gotta we yeah gotta i told the, I, the female existence i told mama bear about the guy who followed me the other day and she was like i hate this so much yeah. i'm gonna send you some stuff i saw a tweet today that was like men will say um, male privilege doesn't exist and then go on a walk at midnight. It's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so true. It's so true. Right, completely fuck yourself. Oh my god. We were talking about what we want to do at the end of these episodes. We're still figuring it out. We're going to do a little A-B test. What we've been doing is talking about what we're celebrating for the week. Mm-hmm. But now we want to do a little round of fuck, marry, kill at the end of every episode. Do you say fuck, marry, kill? What do you say? Marry, fuck, kill interesting yeah i don't know i wonder if it's a regional thing (laughs) (laughs) how do you say mary kill how do you say the word a l m o n d almond 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 people say almond those people deserve to be euthanized (laughs) (laughs) 
almond. Almond. Get the fuck out of Wipe here. Wipe them all out. <laughs> Liz. There are whole regions of the country that say almond. When you say drawer, D R drawer. 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 Yeah. People say drawer. Drawer. Anyway, fuck Mary Kill. Um, Almonds and drawers. Drawers. There's also people call like medians in the road something different in every in every place. Dividers? You call them dividers? I don't know. I call them a medium. There's like some random ass words for them. Or like Mountain lions and cougars something. are the same animals. Did you know uh, that? what? I didn't know that, but they call <laughs> them something either. different in every region. <laughs> Cougar is way cooler than mountain lion. Yeah. In my opinion. Mountain lion. I don't know. It just sounds... You mean outside cat? <laughs> <laughs> my cat would die if I put them outside. Yeah. Luckily, luckily you don't They're have to indoor cats. Oh, you're so sweet. I do wish I had a catio, though. Oh my god, my brother's fiance just built their cat, a, a, their two cats, a catio, and it's the most impressive structure I've ever seen. I would love to kick them outside for a little while. Well, yeah, maybe in your next right place now, you can build them a little catio. Gatsby, wake up yeah, and hang out little... with me. Um, okay, fuck, Mary kill. I was trying to figure this out earlier, because I don't want to do real people, because if we do real people, and then whoever we say kill dies, they're coming for us first. <laughs> so, That's fair. <laughs> so... Um, fuck Mary. You Kill. are a witch too. So. I am. I'm. <laughs> Amelia, the minute I say I'll kill you, Amelia will put a hex on you. Mm, I'll manifest it. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Manifesting death. Yeah. Manifest <laughs> death. Okay. Fuck Mary. Kill. Edward Cullen. Harry Potter. Legolas. <laughs> oh, like Legolas from Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings. Orlando Bloom. So. Are you familiar with Lord of the Rings? Yes. Okay. Um, I was going to say, I could pick somebody else. I would marry Legolas. Why? Legolas. Uh, because he is hot. <laughs> Good enough answer and, for me. And uh, from what I remember, I liked his character. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, and you know, when I marry someone, I want it to be... A lifelong decision. Mm-hmm. So, like, what person do I want to fuck forever? Mm-hmm. Legolas. He would be great. Waking yeah. up, he, you know he looks good in the morning. He's he's light on his feet. He is. Looks great and green. Yeah. Uh, those bow and arrow wielding skills. Yes, I was just about to say. He'll outlive me. That'll be nice. That would be something. I won't be dying alone, because he'll be right there. I see a lot to marry And I won't feel bad. Time. Yeah, I'll be like, yeah, go marry another person. Nice. But she can't be as pretty as I am. No, it has to be a downgrade. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> I, oh, God. And I have to fuck, I'm going to fuck Edward Cullen. Seems like it'd be a good time. Okay. Um, Why? Uh, he has no blood. I, I often I've wonder al- yeah, how he How hard. did he, <laughs> how does he have an erection if he has no blood? Just like two posts. And I don't know it's much like about, a tree. <laughs> I don't know much about cadavers, so... I, I don't know if they're just erect or. <laughs> there is not Can a doctor weigh in on this? Post post mortem erection <laughs> emissions. Post mortem emissions. <laughs> Anyways, if somebody just like fast forwarded to that part of the episode, <laughs> <laughs> like what are these bitches doing? So what does this podcast become? But I just remember like. <laughs> 
I don't know. I feel like there is a lot of pent-up sexual energy from this very old virgin man. <laughs> you know? Is he a virgin? Is that accepted? I think he is. Okay. Okay. <laughs> what is he, like 87 or something? Would you want to f- Would you want to fuck a, a dead virgin, though? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I didn't consider that he was dead, Amelia. I considered that he was a vampire. Dead? Aren't they all dead? They're undead. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, but I would like to fuck a vampire. Long story short. I'm gonna fuck a vampire. Okay. Okay. And then I'm gonna kill Harry Potter because he's so fucking annoying. <laughs> what is why? I don't know. He just is like such a white savior. <laughs> he I don't know, and he mopes around. If it was a different Daniel Radcliffe character. Oh, God, I fucking love Daniel Radcliffe. Uh, Harry Potter is a cop. Okay, (laughs) he becomes a cop. I stand behind all of your choices. If I had to choose between, I don't know, Harry Potter and Draco, I think I would pick Draco. Draco for sure. Draco would be, if Draco was involved instead of Harry Potter, I would probably fuck Draco and kill Edward Cullen. Yes. He's like, he's already... Yep. Let's be real. <laughs> Speaking of Draco Malfoy, I am being targeted for this TikTok <laughs> algorithm where the people are, like, doing Harry Potter role-playing. What? Where they take clips from the movie and, like, make a whole new scene. Like they so, dress up? Yeah, so the one I saw today was this girl comes to her Hogwarts class and she sits down and she's, and and then the uh, Dolores Umbridge is like, where's your uniform? And she's like, I don't feel like wearing it today. And then Draco like looks at her and it's like a clip of actual Draco Malfoy from the movie and he like looks at her like, mmm. And then... (laughs) And then, (laughs) and then she's like, I see, where, where is your robe? And then she says, I don't know, I must have left it in Draco's room last night. And then there's, like, a clip of, like, Draco, like, smiling and, like, looking away. (laughs) It's so cringy, but I'm like, how did I get here? Why is this on my for you? (laughs) Yeah, why am I targeted for this content? She'd like this. I wonder what you did to her. This is, like... The second or third one I've seen that's, like, what? this Harry I've Potter roleplay. And I was like, what the fuck? And I looked at the comments, and they're like, oh, my God, this is amazing. <laughs> it's like, I'm like, you know what? It's probably because I am such a Kylo Ren simp oh, <laughs> that they're like, yeah. this bitch yeah. will love these teenagers simping for Harry Potter characters. I bet because you're on Witch Talk, though. Oh, true, There's, true. like, some crossover. <laughs> Harry Potter, witches. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. yeah. That's so fucking Hilarious. funny. I've never gotten any of that. <laughs> <laughs> I have another one. Oh, yeah. Well, okay. thinking. It might be a quicker quicker answer. Fuck, Mary kill. Halloween. Christmas. Thanksgiving. <laughs> um... I would marry Halloween. Okay. I fucking love Halloween. Okay. Honestly, I would kill Christmas because people who are obsessed with Christmas annoy the fuck out of me. They start like the second the temperature drops like below 70. And I'm like, why is Christmas a vibe? Like. Yeah. <laughs> I hate it. Christmas is like, I like. And then I'll fuck Thanksgiving. I love a holiday. <sighs> or no. I, fuck I don't know. 
I also, like, don't want to celebrate Thanksgiving. Just because of how problematic it is. Yeah. Agreed. I, but... I love eating. Yeah. Any holiday I don't. I don't like Thanksgiving eating. food, though. You don't? No. I think it's all s- shitty. <laughs> I don't like Thanksgiving food. Neither does my mom. So anytime... So our family tradition for Thanksgiving is we make, like, lobster tail and crab legs and shrimp. Yum. Yeah. And My salmon. God. We have, like, a seafood get down. I love that. Yum. Mm-hmm. And uh, we shock in a beer. Family tradition. Love it even more. Uh, and that started when my brother challenged my dad to shotgun a beer. It was nice. My brother challenged my dad to a beer shotgun contest, and my dad kicked my brother's ass. I love that. <laughs> and Mama, Mama Bear was all up. She gets all up in everybody's face when everyone's been drinking, and my dad will start challenging people to arm wrestle oh <laughs> and my mom's like my husband will kick your ass <laughs> yes. and i'm like oh my god i love this that is the best she just like is the ultimate hype woman i really love i love traditions like i have an issue with holidays because yeah, like, i don't like the yeah, pressure yeah, yeah. of a holiday like i love my like my parents always make christmas so so special and i love it but then there's also pressure to be like the happiest ever on christmas and christmas would be like a great day and like i don't like that Mm -hmm. that's my issue with halloween that's my issue with new year's like i just don't like the pressure of having fun yeah the expectations but thanksgiving food is my most favorite my mom will make thanksgiving dinner for my birthday every year because i love thanksgiving food so much she'll make a whole ass turkey yeah she'll make a whole turkey she'll make stuffing she makes two kinds of stuffing this is my favorite thing i've ever learned about you (laughs) it's my i would do anything for Thanksgiving food. I, I like mashed potatoes. Uh, I so fuck with good. mashed potatoes and some KFC gravy. Oh, love gravy. My dad makes really good stop oven brown potatoes. Hey. He just loves the attention. You just want He's attention. going through a phase where he wants to be let into the hallway, so he just sits at the door and meows at the door. What do you, who do you know out there? Everyone you know is in here. No one. And if he saw someone, he'd be scared. Grandpa, use some lateral Stop. thinking, my guy. Just use a little bit of lateral he thinking. He doesn't think. Have you looked at his face? Hey, Joshua. His brain is empty. I love you so much. Um, We're going to do another Harry Potter one. Oh, good. <laughs> Ginny. Okay. Neville. And Luna. Neville now or Neville in the movie? <laughs> um, Let's do Neville in the movie. <sighs> okay. Just to keep it consistent i'd fuck luna because she's like a crazy bitch you know (laughs) do some freaky shit in bed Uh, yeah she seems like a sub though i think that she would probably be one of those like she might get a little attached post-sex you know but i still fuck luna um i would marry neville just knowing what i know about him now like i want to i want to snag him like pre-glow up (laughs) Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, he was always cute. They made him wear a fat suit and fake teeth. His teeth were fake? Yeah. That's why they look so big. That's so mean. I know. <laughs> They're like, this man is too attractive and he's distracting from the main characters. He is like scary hot now. He is very attractive. He's a good looking guy. And then I'd probably kill Jenny. I don't want to kill Jenny, but that's my only option left. Her general like presence is annoying in the movies. Yeah, I guess it is, but I don't... Part of me wants to marry Ginny because, like, I feel like Ron would be, like, a boss-in-law. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? But 
but I have to marry I have to marry Neville yeah that's probably my answer <laughs> this is a good one <laughs> okay Jesse's girl Stacy's mom or sweet Caroline <laughs> okay so I, I would kill sweet Caroline um because you know what that's written about a very young Caroline Kenny oh Kennedy Caroline no Kenny. yeah like, like the Kennedy like the first daughter of the president very young like 12. that's really creepy and also it's just played out um so i i would kill sweet caroline i would so stacy's mom and what's the other one jesse's girl jesse's girl no i wish that i'd probably fucks jesse's girl that's a sexy song mm-hmm. and then i'd marry stacy's mom for the nostalgia jesse <laughs> is a friend bum, bum, bum. yeah i know he's been a good friend of mine Lately something's changed and it's hard to define Just he's got himself a girl and I want to make her mine And she's watching her with those eyes <laughs> <laughs> And she's loving him with that body, I just know it um, Oh, that was, a, my, that was a banger It really was they, That's a great fuck song That is a <laughs> <laughs> That's a great song to That's a great song to Have fuck. intercourse with <laughs> That is a very sexy song. Um, my boyfriend's never done karaoke. Not once. No. He says it's his nightmare. Oh. I was like that's a good challenge. I was like, you're gonna do it at least once. Yeah. He was like, uh I was like, you can sing with me. He might love it. I feel like there's always a bit of like nerves before karaoke and the second you're up there you just wanna keep singing. Karaoke. I think he will literally hate it so much. <laughs> I believe him. I will be- I believe he I will believe not have a good says. time. <laughs> But you'll have a great time making him do it. Well, anytime I go and sing karaoke, like, I do get really nervous, uh-huh. but mm-hmm. it's all about if you're having a good time. Yeah. That's what's the most that's important. What, that's what... It's all about energy. That's what it's all about. Nobody likes being in a bar hearing people sing karaoke. Like, I've never met someone that's like, let's go let's go sit in a karaoke bar. <laughs> like, it's so noxious hearing people sing. Yeah. But it's so much fun being up there. It is so fun. I think it's fun. I think the whole, like... Uh, everything about it is fun. You like, like being in there when people are singing karaoke? I fucking hate it. I like it because if they're having, like, a good time and, like, their friends are, like, hyping them up, it's, like, fun to watch. I you guess know? it depends on the person. If they're, they're entertaining, I enjoy that. And if they're really talented, I also enjoy that. I love hearing people go up there and just belt, like, amazing. Yeah. I'm like, holy fucking, what? why are I mean, you here? Just kill it. Go call Brian Seacrest. Yeah. <laughs> America's Got Talent, and it's right here in Hula Hula <laughs> on Capitol Hill. <laughs> and it certainly is not me singing the song from the 80s. A really fuckable song, like Jesse's Girl. <laughs> that is a great karaoke song, though. It really What's your karaoke song? Do you my, have, you're like, number one. My go-to karaoke song is Your Love by the Outfield. <laughs> okay. It's just fun to sing. Yeah. Mine's Benny and the Jets. Nice. <laughs> I have a list of songs I would sing in karaoke, actually. Yeah? I think there might only be two songs. <laughs> My other one is I'm Every Woman by Shaka Khan. That is a great karaoke song. Have you ever seen someone sing Alanis Morissette? You ought to know. Yeah. The crowd loves it. Yeah. It's such a rage-filled song. Yeah, that's so... Oh, my God. That is my... And now to, to remind you. Oh, my God. Wow. That's my shower song. When I'm real mad, you ought to know. <laughs> I used to do an Alanis Morissette impression in college, and I was going to do a song. Stop! <laughs> I am going to put you back up for a job. <laughs> oh my god! 
No, I won't. You could never. And he is. I will threaten him. <laughs> With adoption. Yeah. Um, uh, oh, my Alanis Morissette impression. I was going to sing it on the cruise that we went on, and I lost my voice, so I couldn't. Oh, no. I'm going to do it for you. Yeah, do it right now. I want you to know that I'm happy for you. <laughs> I wish I nothing but the, the best, best for <laughs> you both. An older version of me. <laughs> I'm nailing it, you guys. <laughs> Is she perverted <laughs> like me? What Would she, she go down, down on you in a theater? <laughs> Anyways. Oh my god, I'm crying. <laughs> this is a fun way to end that. Oh my god. Ugh. Maybe that should be our new outro song. <laughs> Did you forget about me? Mr. Duplicity. Because <laughs> the love that you gave that we made was enabled. <laughs> the end of every episode is just us singing a different part of You Oughta Now. <laughs> different Alanis Morissette songs. Yeah, and isn't it ironic? <laughs> Don't you think? <laughs> A little too ironic. <laughs> and I really do think. It's, it's like, like radiate! <laughs> <laughs> How does Elena's Morissette like slap but is still annoying? <laughs> I know. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at The Holy Hour, H O E. L-Y. <laughs> it's also in our bio on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Yeah. Yeah. And then you can also email us at the holy hour pot. No, holy hour podcast. I'm never going to nail There's this. no the. There's no the. You can holy email hour us podcast. at holy hour podcast at gmail.com. I feel like one day we're going to set up a at the holy hour at gmail and just redirect all of our emails. Yeah. <laughs> we got to fix it eventually. Miss, yeah. <laughs> Probably not. Anyways. Anyway, thanks for joining us for another chaotic adventure. <laughs> it's been so chaotic. It's been so fun. It has been so fun. I miss yeah. this vibe. We've been so serious the last couple of episodes. Uh, and uh, you know what? Also, I've just been in like a creative rut, mm. which Amelia knows about, but mm-hmm. I don't know if other people know about it. I'm pretty vocal about my feelings. <laughs> yeah, that's good. On Twitter. Normalize feelings. Twitter, my diary. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Twitter? You mean <laughs> my journal? My personal diary? <laughs> To share with the world, <laughs> where I can be like, I'm sad, and then people are like, I'm out. also sad. Yeah, like, yeah. whole community of sad, sad bitches. People. Love it. Well, and I know I'm not the only one who's been feeling stuck, mm-hmm. so that feels good too. To yeah. know it's like not just me. Absolutely, like, it's a phase of life that <clears throat> I can go through with other people. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, there's something very comforting about knowing somebody else is going through it. Yeah. Even though you don't want anybody else to be going through it, it's comforting no. to, like, yeah, also you're like, know. You, you feel less, like, isolated. Yeah, totally. I'm like, oh, you know what? I think considering all the circumstances in the world, it's not unlikely that someone would be experiencing this phase at the same time as me. Yes. Yeah. So, anyways. Anywho. All right. Thanks for listening. Grandpa <laughs> says thank you. Yeah, that was very nice, Grandpa. Yeah, he's like, let me out! He's like, I'm not credited. I'm not in any of the photos. <laughs> <laughs> I contribute to every single episode. Yeah, he really does. And I have yet to be credited. Well, now's your time, Grandpa. Anything else you want to say?
<laughs> nope. <laughs> He's looking at you like, what's this bitch saying? <laughs> All right. Anyway, we love you. You ought to know. <laughs>